Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Monday, June 21st, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Yes, Dave Biddle is still sunning himself at some tropical location, so I am filling in for another week. You'll have to bear with us, but I think today will be quite strong. After an incredible recruiting weekend, there is only one man you want to have on the show, and that is the Dean of Ohio State Recruiting, Bill Curlick. Bill Nothing going on in Columbus. Nope. Sun's rising. I think it is a little cloudy out there and not much to do this morning in Columbus. And of course, we just been a whirlwind, whirlwind uh, three weeks now with visits and camps, and we still got a week to go, and it's going to be interesting. Let's start at the top. I'm not sure there's ever been a visit more anticipated and more discussed than JT Tuomalo. That's not his fault. It's largely because the pandemic has pushed back his visits. He's going to take all five. You know that. He was at Ohio State this weekend. He did a tremendous post-visit interview with our West Coast guy, Brandon Huffman. And I'll just say this now. If you're not following Brandon Huffman and JT Tuomalo's recruitment, you're not doing it right. Bill, please pass along what we've learned from the team and from Brandon after JT's enormous visit. Well, no doubt it was an outstanding visit. I mean, it, uh, you know, Ohio State did everything they possibly could. And, you know, coming out of that visit, um, yeah, the vibe is good. It's, It's positive. And again, I, you know, you see the things that JT said to Brandon and, you know, how can you not be optimistic? virtually impossible not to be. And then, as I, I mentioned, and I talked to a source that uh, that had dinner with uh, JT at Ohio State, and they felt uh, pretty good about, you know, where Ohio State is with him right now. And, and um, you know, really, though, there, there are still two visits to go. And, and somebody that has uh, said all along and taken it this far is is going to take it the rest of the way at this point. Um, so you have to see what happens. If you look back at his other interviews after official visits, they were positive. I would not necessarily say they were as glowing as after this visit, but they were positive too. Um, and I think after these last two visits, he and his family are going to sit down and talk about things and figure out what is the best school. And the, the family is, is, is somewhat private. You know, they don't like all the, the, the fanfare that goes with the recruiting process. And that's part of the reason uh, that basically JT is only talking 
um, to one person, Brandon Huffman. So, um, you know, you feel great about where Ohio State stands right now, but you still have a couple weeks to go. Ohio State did a great job and his effusive praise of guys like Larry Johnson lets you know that they'll be in it to the end. The last visit is to Alabama, where it is JT will leave here or has left and will go straight to Oregon for that visit. But listen, if you were the best football player in the country, it would likely come down to, and you were a defensive lineman. It makes sense that it would come down to Ohio State and Alabama. You'd want to take official visits to both. Definitely feel positive about it. Chris Holtman even got some word in there and that JT, who was an awesome basketball player, can come and box out some dudes when the season is over. We will play the waiting game from here. Rest assured, Ohio State held up their end of the bargain and the carpet was scarlet red. Let's talk about another guy who generated some seriously positive momentum coming out of the weekend. Not too much of a surprise, but when... A weekend ends with you and Tom Loy throwing a crystal ball for a guy being recruited heavily by Ohio State and Notre Dame. He may already be enrolled. That is Dallin Hayden running back out of Tennessee, a legacy. His dad, Aaron Hayden, was a fantastic running back for the Vols and in the NFL. You threw your crystal ball, Bill. Tell us why. Well, just what I was really told was going on on Saturday uh, with him on the official visit. You know, I, I've said, I, you know, I've done a feature um, if I had to predict right now and, and multiple times I, I've said that if I had to predict right now for Dallin, I would predict Ohio State. And, and what I was told during the official visit on Saturday put me over the top to make that pick um, for Ohio State. Um, and then as you mentioned, the, the other school had been in the mix very heavily, Notre Dame, Tom Loy, the next day on Sunday also put in a pick for Ohio State. Um, you know, Dallin, at one point, a lot of people thought he was going to go to Tennessee, but, um, you know, a lot, several things happened there, including that, you know, Dallin wants to play running back, and originally Tennessee did not recruit him as a running back so much, more so as a defensive back, and it's always been Dallin's thing to play running back, and, and he's a very good one. Um, so, uh, Tennessee, even though he's a legacy there, Ohio State has just done a great job of recruiting Dallin Hayden. When we first got rolling on here, there was a bunch of names, but I had it down to a four of Hayden, Nick Singleton, Omarion Hampton, and Gavin Sawchuk in terms of the four running backs that we're going after. I'm getting the vibe Singleton will take Penn State on. Omarion Hampton, I saw some crystal balls flow towards North Carolina. Gavin Sawchuk, not super sure, but it's fair to say you think Hayden will be the only one of the four to be in the mix. Yeah, I think that um, the others will like very likely be headed elsewhere. Singleton, I, uh, early on, I thought it was going to be Penn State, Ohio State, or Notre Dame, and um, you know that Ohio State is not really uh, hasn't been really a factor in that for a while. Um, Hampton. You know, I've kind of said that um, North Carolina was going to be the school unless Ohio State really pushed for him. And then I thought it would get interesting. And with Hayden, uh, you know, that's where their push has been. And that's where I think it's going to end, so to speak. So North Carolina, I think, will likely be the spot for Hay for uh, Hampton. Uh, Sawcheck, that's pretty uh, that one's a, a harder one to read right now. But again, you know, obviously I think Dallin Hayden is going to be the guy. Georgia wide receiver Kojo Antwi was here this weekend. 
It's a battle between We know there's a three-team battle going on for Kojo. Maybe not the schools you'd always expect. I did find it interesting that on Thursday's BM5, Steve Wiltfong told me Kojo Antwi's visit might affect Landon Sampson's offer. What's our vibe on Kojo? Who's in the mix? And do you think it's time to offer Landon Sampson? Kojo is a guy that Ohio State has, has stayed on as a top-of-the-board wide receiver guy in this class. You know, he, he is a super talented kid. You know, his visit went very well yesterday. Uh, I, I know uh, I've talked to him briefly, and I know he was very impressed with Brian Hartline. And, you know, <laughs> uh, who could ever bet against Brian Hartline's track record? I, I felt like going into the visit, uh, Georgia maybe had a slight lead. Uh, Texas A&M had dropped a little. But I know talking to, to sources uh, familiar with his Texas A&M recruitment, you know, the feeling is A&M is still in the running. And then I felt like Ohio State, you know, really had a, a little bit of ground to make up. And, and I think they did make that up this weekend. Uh, so I do think right now those are the three schools, Georgia, Texas A&M, and Ohio State. But as somebody told me last night, while he's got the USC visit scheduled for this coming weekend, an interesting thing to watch will be, what if Alabama all of a sudden decides to really uh, make a push at the end here? What happens then? You know, I don't know that that's going to happen or not. We will see. But right now, you know, I think it is a pretty close battle between Georgia, Texas A&M, and Ohio State for Kojo. You know, with Sampson, again, I think that's going to kind of depend on what happens uh, with Antwis. You know, if they get Antwi, that gives them four wide receivers in this class. And, you know, I think that would make it a lot tougher for Sampson to potentially be in this class. But, you know, we'll see. With more, we'll take a quick break. Be right back with more recruiting information. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we are back. We know he's committed to Ohio State, but we just like to offer some kudos up, Bill. C.J. Hicks has been a tremendous recruit. He's kept Twitter in business as well with his positive vibrations. He was there this weekend. He does look like a fantastic prospect. Uh, he, he is a great player, a great prospect. Uh, a heck of a, a young man, uh, and, and as you re- referred to, a great recruiter. In fact, uh, I don't know uh, if you happen to see the article or the, the story I did on CJ after his official visit yesterday. He said Ryan Day thanked him uh, for the active part uh, he has done in, in, try- in trying to help build this 2022 recruiting class. He's really good at it. You know, uh, High State has had other guys in the past. Uh, Legend Cavazos, tremendous, is a tremendous recruiter uh, for Ohio State. And CJ has kind of taken the mantle as far as that goes for the class of 2022. Um, And when he gets to Ohio State, he he is going to be, uh, as long as he stays healthy, in my opinion, he's going to be a great player. 
CJ Hicks, another fine Gem City resident making the world a better place. Let's finish with this, Bill. The long, twisting, confusing, exhilarating recruitment of transfer Palais Gaitote. The one-time apple of Ohio State's eye during his recruitment out of Bishop Gorman in Las Vegas. He chose USC. He hit the transfer portal. And we've been following the mutual courtship, I'd say, between Ohio State and Gaitote. And then, lo and behold... Ohio State Student Directory has a student in there now named Pele Gaitote. What does this mean? You were the one following this best. What do you think this means going forward? Well, EA, as he goes by, he's been a guy that Ohio State has been interested in for some time. And there's been strong mutual interest in that uh, on many occasions. Um, you know, I have said I, I really have felt for quite some time that EA wants to be a Buckeye. It makes sense. You know, they, they don't have linebacker experience. They've got talent, but experience is something they don't have. And experience is something that he does have. You know, he, he has been at USC for multiple years and he's played uh, when he's healthy, he has played. So he's got the experience. Um, as you mentioned, his name popped up in the directory uh, kind of bizarre, really. Um, I don't know that I've can recall that happening in my 30 plus years of doing this, that all of a sudden the guy's name pops up like that. And, and you know, it, it's just kind of bizarre uh, that that, you know, got out or, or went public like it did. I, I still think, as I've said, I, you know, I've said on more than one occasion, it, uh, he's one of the guys, he and Dallin Hayden and Caleb Brown were guys that I was at uh, some point in recent weeks, months, close to crystal balling to Ohio State. So I do think still that it is likely that he will be a Buckeye. But until we know for sure, you know, <laughs> I just don't go with – I've never liked the word lock or any of that kind of stuff. I, I just wait to see definitively – what happens, you know, my vibe right now is, is that he's, he's going to end up at Ohio State, but it's not official at this point, And that's what we need to wait on. We will certainly keep an eye on that. We don't know if there's another shoe to drop to set that up. Who knows? But that's what's going to make it an exciting Monday and an exciting week. The recruiting goes on and you know who will be there. The Dean. We appreciate him stopping by. A good one, Bucknutters. relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV, the CBS Sports app, and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. 